I want to learn how to give a lap Strip. dance as a guy. Wow, that's um, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> I'm glad I have your support. Yeah, you will always have my support. If I were to do it on a chair with no one there, would you critique me? I should ask a girl. No, honestly. That would be the only time I would watch you do it. Is if there wasn't a person there <laughs> and, and you weren't actually taking off your clothes, you'd be like, and, and now now my shirt's off. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll imagine what narrate, that looks like. Narrate, narrate yeah. the action. And actions. then I do this part. Here's here's the butt clap. And like, and and remember, I'm wearing a thong, so the butt clap's a lot louder than normal. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get I get the artistry of it, Christian. I think Man. this is great for you. I'm I'm sorry it didn't work out with you and your mother, but fine, let's do it this way. <laughs> my butt can never clap. It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. I know I'm at an all-time fat right now because we're doing that transformation challenge at work. Yeah. And I had to get my body fat percentage. Oh, they did checked. do your uh, BMI? Everything. BMI, skeletal mass, muscle mass, water retention, um, and pretty much it said I'm fat as fuck. Do you remember what it just shows up on the scale? <laughs> Badass fuck. Do you remember before COVID what percentage body fat I was? Um, no. What was it? I was 18 with the goal to get down to 15. Okay, and then guess what I am now? I don't know. I don't want to say a number out there and like it offends you're not gonna, you're not hurt or my just feelings. like I don't cuz I don't know what you're not the gonna range hurt my feelings. of in- You're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay, 25. You are exactly right. Really? 25? I'm 25.1% body fat right now. I am one quarter just fat fuck. Whoa. Um, and, and it's all right here. It's all, I mean, but at least it just builds in one area where you know where it is. I just wish it would build in my dick. <laughs> Mr. Middleton, you've gained a lot of weight, but. It's just in your penis. Good news. It's all in your penis. This is my Dr. Barack Obama. <laughs> Whoa, are you telling good me news. I got a good... Uh... That, that good news was a good Barack Obama. Wow. Um, uh, I'm again, getting somewhere. Not on purpose, but you do decent okay. I do great accidental impressions. Accidental Impressions is the name of my biography. <laughs> that would be a good book. <laughs> um, um, New York Times bestseller. But yeah, so when I come back from my trip, I'm going to really go hard on you know trying to lose some weight and but gain some muscle. But when you go on your trip... Oh, it's be no, a fat fuck. I'm going to Tommy's. I'm going to go eat in, in Disneyland. I'm going to eat all the garbage. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to a, a murder folk show. So I'm going to be drinking shitty beer. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Who knows what kind of stuff I'm going to stick up my nose and my butt? <laughs> oh, shit. Be safe. After you saying that, <laughs> I, at the very end, I know you want to just go ham before you get strict with the diet yeah, yeah. and a regimen. But don't die out there, please. Well, I'll come just short of it. No, nope, not nope, even. Nope. Okay. Stay, Stay far, far away, away from it. Understood. Get Understood. messed up. Yeah. Do have a good time. You're telling me to just get in fights with bums. Don't no, no, do no, not that, that either. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You and just drive through fights. the ghetto screaming that they're wrong? No, no not that what? either. No, no. I'm just trying to understand where we're go to the white supremacist and remind them that I am not a true American. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, we can't tell what you are. You can pass. We like half of you. As our friend. Yeah, just wear this hood and we won't question anything. Why do I have to wear it when I sweep? <laughs> oh man. But uh no, I that's crazy that you're twenty five percent. Twenty five point one. Point one. Because I think it's your metabolism, even though it's stunted in the past... Slow down for sure. It's still well, fine. My metabolism was always like lightning fast. I mean, think about how much I used to eat, you know... Oh, you used to eat burritos and burgers and fries and wake up the next day leaner. Ready to eat breakfast. I don't understand. 
I don't even. Yeah, man. I um. Wow. And you know what? Maybe it is just because we're getting older. But like, I I don't eat like that anymore. I physically can't eat like that anymore. It hurts to eat that bad. I like I was telling someone the other day. I had heartburn for the first time. Like <laughs> for the actual, first time. Yeah. I've like, welcome ne- to the club. I've never experienced it before because it was just no big deal. <laughs> but like literally, I'm driving to work and I'm like, what the fuck is? I'm like burping and just like everything sucks. Everything. And I get to work. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Like I just don't feel good. And the person was like, go take an antacid. Maybe you have heartburn. And I was like, I don't get. Like no. literally, I was like, I've never had heartburn. Like, that's definitely not it. And they're like, just go take a fucking antacid. So I go take the antacid, and sure enough, felt good as soon as it hit Way the better. stomach. You've yeah. never taken tums before? You don't really do that? No, no. Dude. But honestly, but but since then, I've done the pre tums drinking. Yes, that's the way to do it. Tums is, is like candy to me. I love Tums. I mean, I won't that's eat it. That's maybe a problem, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. not like just, I'm not putting in my cereal. You're not and like, eating it for fun. No, not at all. eat it often. But I get a little excited when I'm like, ooh. Not excited the when I get a stomachache. But I'm like, oh, I haven't taken Tums today. And like, I'm, they're like big sweet tummy tarts time, to me. Tummy time. <laughs> a grown man in front of his medicine cabinet saying tummy time. <laughs> that's what I do before I take my antidepressants. Happy time. Happy time. Happy time. Happy time. Are they flavored? Um, no. Man. That would be a problem. <laughs> actually, so bad. I'm stupid for even posing that well, question. I mean, as a kid, everything was flavored, right? And some yeah. and penicillin tasted like bubblegum and Robitussin tasted like cherries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pepto-Bismol, like they now have cherry flavored Pepto-Bismol. I've actually, I've never actually had Pepto-Bismol. The texture's weird. It's like you're- I can imagine. Something that thick should be refrigerated. It's as thick as condensed milk, but tastes Warm. like bubblegum. It's not warm. Warm? Well, not warm, but room temperature. Oh, God. I just feel like something that viscous yeah. should be in the refrigerator. Yeah, it, I keep it in the fr- refrigerator. Oh. Yeah. Again, I don't have it. I've never taken it. I don't know what the deal is. There's a point in it's time. It's headache, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Oh, shit. That shit went hard. <laughs> I watch a lot of television. <laughs> I can tell if you've memorized all of that. <laughs> a lot of television from like 2008. <laughs> I'm proud of you for getting your first heartburn ever. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and <laughs> the name is well-deserved, right? It feels like your heart is on fire. Uh, You know what? And it's not your heart, though. It is just like... It's literally just bubbling acid coming. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people who are listening who are younger than us and uh, we and older than us as You'll well. You'll get there one day. So I imagine the people who are older than us are like, huh, these kids are just getting through it. And then the people younger than us are just like, wow, that's what you have to look forward to. You old fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. Like I said last time, dude, I, I've been working with a 21-year-old and a 19-year-old, and they will not let me forget that I'm almost 30. <laughs> it is crazy that we're almost 30. I remember when... 30 was so far away. 30 was like an adult. Like, we can run for president. At 35. Oh, no. okay. Not Thank yet, you. not Thank yet, dude. I, was, I wasn't super sold on that fact as I was saying it. It scares me a yeah. little bit to even... We could be in Congress, though. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah. Um, but I, knowing myself, my maturity level, my intelligence regarding the political system and yeah, how sure, the sure. government works... That scares me that I could hold any position in office. Well, for us, I agree. Yeah. However, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember mm-hmm. when we went to Disneyland for our senior trip and you saw like other high schools and yeah. you're like, oh, these guys are also 18 years old. These are men. Yeah. They have beards and abs and chiseled, you know, physiques. And all of us from Venetia were like, we look like children. We are all dainty. We're all whatever's in the water that mm-hmm. we're drinking here. We're all even like our manliest, manliest man was like a foot and a half shorter still than still a baby. Yeah, yeah. They still so, look like children. So I'm I I don't know what's in the Benicia water, 
Um, but, but I think it's the fountain of youth that keeps us looking young. Well, at least most of you guys. That's a good way to look at it. I think you look younger than I do because I moved to Benicia in the seventh grade and you I've basically- I've been drinking the water there. longer. Yeah. Mm. And then like what's kept me a little young, because uh, I don't think I look like I'm almost 30 yet. Um, maybe. Fuck, no, dude. No, maybe no, I look honestly, 50. you don't. No, you don't. Okay. You look, you look like you did when you were 23. Ooh, I yeah, like just, that. Just a little more robust. Yeah, I'll take that. That being said- I think 30 should be Christian's beard years. Uh, no, man. The beard is so hard to maintain. Food gets stuck there like birds in a nest. And birds aren't real. You don't find it, you don't find it until later. I don't know. And then Ooh, like nuggets. you're always playing with it and you don't, you're not sure if it smells weird no matter how much yeah. you clean it. You, and shampoo you're a little it. too, and I don't mean this in a bad way, bearded men. You're a little too pretty to have a beard. I want to say a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have been feeling really good lately about my looks. I've been feeling myself lately. Yeah, you've been doing really good. Yeah. I'm coming back around to it. Uh-huh. Uh, like we said, good. I'm just coming out of a manic episode. So this is exactly the time, potentially on the other side, where now I'm manic and I'm just like, everything's great and I'm awesome. Uh-huh. Um, but last time that happened, I wrote 15 pages of a script. So we should just keep this shit going. This is just, that's artistry, just man. Just gotta get, it, it is, dude. At I'm, any peak I of have, emotion, do something. I'm gonna be famous. Yes. Right? I'm already Keep acting like it. I just, I, uh, yeah. Start dude. being a dick to people on the streets if they Fuck look at you. Yeah. I'm going to rent like Mercedes Benz's just to seem bigger than I am. Yeah. There you go. And then like return it and be like, mm, not cool enough. I actually didn't want this car. Yeah. I was just driving around for fun because I can afford 15 of these, you peasant. Or, actually, like, I can't afford it. That's why I'm leasing it. But then I'm not going to do it for more than a month because I can't afford a single month's lease. Hey, but you don't have to tell them that. Just no, they don't. Cool. That actually seems like a pretty good steal if you sign a lease for a month and then just return the car before the month is over yeah you can have a new car every single month no i'm pretty sure someone will get suspicious okay like this guy doesn't have the money for this his credit's pretty bad but we're about to give him a rolls royce yeah i mean he has a a nice shirt on i guess we could let him use this uh car what what we're all over the place hi baddies hi welcome 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 yeah jump on into the tub we're hanging out how Mm -hmm. about you water's fine water's great um what? What do you call this pattern? Bandana pattern. It looks like a bandana paisley? pattern. Paisley? Paisley. I think it has to be paisley. That's the word, right? That's bandana pattern. Yeah. Okay. What color is that shirt to you? Is it blue or purple? Oh, it's blue. Fuck, dude. I keep seeing purple. Ever since I got that shirt. Um, baddies, if Are you're you not watching blood? this on YouTube, um, he's. Uh, I gave him one of my shirts that I used to wear back in the day. Gave slash I just took and then asked permission. He had put it on already and he was like, can I have this? I want to wear it to Disneyland. And have, what, what am I going to yell at you? He's like, take it off now. That is a bad... That was... A lie. I'm not going to wear this in Disneyland. It's far too thick. I'm not going to wear a button up to Disneyland. Oh, you just said you're going to wear it to LA. I'm going to take it to LA. But I did say to you, I'm going to wear it in Disneyland. I I don't think I will. I will. I don't. I'm not a collar man in Disneyland. Show show a little bit more cleavage. Let's see how that look. Um, you know what? I don't really have a chest. No, I mean, but you have collarbone. Thanks. Show a little bit of collarbone. Oh fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for reminding (laughs) me. Didn't mean to bring it up. There you go. You should wear like a chain. I don't know. I. You know what? I. You know. You know. (laughs) What if I? Oh, it's got it's got button down. It's got flies. Never mind. Uh-huh. No, yeah, there you I, go. I, I, you know, honestly, you know how when I was really trying to wear like button ups, and I always went straight to the top. Dude, I Remember I love that. that. Well, I, and I Super I started mixy. doing that too. You you influenced me in my fashion, <gasps> and I used to button even as a fat guy. I can't guy, believe you've actually admitted it. 
Yeah, you you've influenced never me. actually admitted it. I've, I've admitted it a because little I bit. always like kind of like force it on you, and you're always like, eh, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I had a pompadour yeah, first. But like, but oh man, it's a, and it's on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm happy with the reaction that it's making you get. But this is a great day. Yeah, I just got off the phone with my therapist. This is a great day. Hey, I'm happy for you. Yeah, we're doing two highly irrelevant back to back. How mm-hmm. much fun? You know, how much more fun could you ask for? How much fun is it to not have to watch and review a movie? Is what you're saying? Kind of. There's some truth to that. Like we love, we love movies, baddies. That's why we do this. Having to watch a movie, and sometimes it's a movie we've never seen before, and it's there's no promise it's going to be great, especially since it's a bad movie podcast. It's hard to get homework as an adult. Yeah, that's what it comes down to for me. Like if it feels like homework, or if it's you know what I mean, like it's just like <sighs> that's why we're improv guys. You can go up to an improv practice with little to no practice, and no Half one drunk. can tell. <laughs> no one can tell. Yeah, no one can tell. I mean, you'll slowly get better at improv by just doing it more and more. But well, it's not like you have we to haven't do yet too much. We've stayed at the same level ever since like 2019. So I was really getting a kick out of our Nick Carroll episode um, when we talked about improv. About was it the Nick Carroll episode? Um, what were you, Where we talk about specifics? how like if something oh no cut that I don't want to sound stupid in front of the baddies I was just watching the reel you posted with Austin and he oh. talks about how like in high school improv you could just be like nah, blah, blah, blah. it's easy to be funny in an environment where you're not expected to be funny yeah but once you're put into this place where like oh this guy's funny like it's it's the whole thing of like. Oh, uh, Christian, I heard you uh, You do stand-up. Uh, don't, yeah. don't be a be, joke. Be, be funny. Be funny. And, and then well, you say something, they're like, well, that wasn't funny. No, we expected <laughs> something funny. But improv, there's a lot of forgiveness because the audience is in on the joke that we're making this up on the spot, baby. <laughs> right? In improv, you can do something. If it doesn't get a joke, you can be like, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be even bigger and now i'm just gonna be ridiculous and then you laugh at that and it's like there we go like yes. you can kind of keep going until you get it whereas like with stand-up or like you know any other scripted comedy it's like you you get the chance and it either lands or it falls you flat. get the chance you try to deliver the joke <laughs> mm-hmm. you hit the punchline, and people are like that's what you've been working on <laughs> Yep. And like make it work. And I think that was one of that was one of our like tactics really good. And then I would fall all the time. I would just throw myself on the ground yeah. hard. Um I remember that. Maybe that's why I'm the way I am. What? Because you just kept dropping your just slamming CT? my face into Hey man, I've definitely had more concussions in the drama department than I ever did in football. <laughs> Which is a crazy, crazy thing to misconception, say. Yeah. right? A lot of dancing caused concussions. Cause... Yeah, so if you guys are making fun of us being theater kids, fuck off. It's a dangerous sport. I was also a jock mm-hmm. and a bully. You're like I was really compensating for the drama. Almost kid. Zac Efron, if if you just weren't a bully. I think I'm the other guy in the beginning. Uh, cor- cor- Corbin Ch- Blue, Chicken Cordon Blue. Chicken Cordon Blue is exactly right? Yeah, what that's I what you're thinking, right? That's how, that's how I remember his name. Here's to you, Cordon Blue. He looks like uh, Justin Guarini from uh, uh, season one of American Idol that Paula Abdul really likes. Isn't that little sweet? I think you were. No, I'm not sure if it. I think it is a little sweet. The Dr Pepper mascot. Yes. Yes, you've told me about that. Because there's been a couple of times, I yeah, I he just started making commercials again. I don't know if he wasn't doing anything during COVID mm-hmm. or something. But there's a new Dr. Pepper commercial with him. I fucking love Little Sweet, dude. I'm glad he's working. Oh, man. There's a bunch of memes that come out that say, I was this many days, I was today years old, 
when I found out that Justin Guarini from American Idol is. We need to check sweet. if that is if that is it. I feel like you showed me a meme. We've definitely he's definitely somebody of that elk, are but we, I don't want to be. Are it. we doxing ourselves our age out there by just saying like by referencing season one of American Idol? Season two. Was it season two? Well, no, season two was Clay, Clay Aiken, Aiken and, and Ruben Stutter. Season one was Justin and Kelly. Which also yeah. brings me to my next point. What? We should do the movie from Justin to Kelly. Man, if we're talking about... Uh, that's I feel like... You watch it first. You tell me if it's worth watching I've and if we can it. get through it. You I've have? seen it a bunch of times. It's one of my brother's favorite movies. You'll love it because it's a rom-com. I'll love it because it's very dated. It's pretty intense, bro. I'll give it a watch. I I'll give it a watch. I don't want to promise that we'll do it soon because I can't muster up the courage to... I want to watch some... I, hey, maybe, maybe. We actually don't have a movie. Would we like the baddies to see how we... Would, should we pick a movie for Thursday? Wedding Singer. I don't know. Fuck. Okay, well, let's... You don't sound super excited. I mean... Here's the thing. What? I know Wedding Singer is very important to you, and it's like it's a big tentpole movie for you as a person, as your personality. It's not like super big, but it's just one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. That and Big Daddy. Uh, and so, I want that to be like a big special day. Ah. This Thursday, or this Friday, is just a throwaway Friday. It's the, the second Friday in February. Yeah, that might be an important Friday to someone. Well, happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's... let's, let's, the, the, let's it sounds like you don't want to choose a movie on air right now. I do, I, and, but I want to talk about it a little bit more. I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck Little Sweet is. Let me get this done. It's not that many words to type into the search bar. I, I know, but I, Who I, is Lil Sweet? I keep putting it down to talk to you and stuff. It is Justin Guarini. Mm. We were 100% right. I'm glad he's working. Speaking of American Idol people, I hope Ruben Studdard's okay. He definitely looks like he suffers from heartburn. Oh. Yeah. Unless he lost a lot of weight. That's a trend nowadays. All these like used to be fat people are yeah. just losing a lot of weight. Well, it's, you know, do what you want. Yeah, do what you want, what you want with your body. A lot of skinny people are getting fat. Yeah. Hey, and there's no body shaming on this podcast. No, I like the shape everybody is. Just Unless your shape healthy. is triangle. If you're a, you know, I have a triangle shaped friend. No, I have. A you have a triangle shaped friend. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's an alien from outer space. You motherfucker. Um, no, I have a, uh, a friend who is a teacher at a school, and one of his students goes by the name Triangle. Like what do that. you mean goes by the name Triangle? As in, that's a nickname for himself. Cool nickname. Yeah, I would have liked to story a little bit more if that was his actual birth given name. I don't know. Cause we got crazy names out there now. We I got think Apple. We could got... be like a name your kid an emoji or some shit, right? I don't. I wouldn't want to. What's Elon Musk's kid's name? It's like dash dash R two D two C three. Axel X. Hey, I believe that. It sounds like an alien name. One zero zero one one zero one zero one one zero. So is there like a nickname to this coded name? They call him Jeff. I hope they call him. <laughs> My name, yeah. Give him a regular name. All right, that's your name on paper. Um, um, I was cracking up. Uh, one in the last week's episode, um, I had written all those questions, to, like kind of quiz you on the year. Yeah. One of the games that I was trying to create but didn't end up putting in was I was gonna say a quote from a guest that we had, mm -hmm. and you had to guess which quote it was. Ooh, that'd be tough. That one was fun. It, they generally were from titles too, so we, we, you probably would have oh, actually. Been, okay. You were good at every question I threw at you, anyway. So whatever. Um, but do, but for Shamarki, yeah, the one was going to be just towels. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, I would have known. Of course, I would have known course, because it's the name of that uh, episode. And, and it is such just a fun, silly thing. Um, no, we've done like a lot here on this podcast, and I'm surprised with like, I'm impressed with my own memory of how much I remember specific conversations or specific movies that we've done oh yeah with uh especially because guests. i i like flush my brain as soon as i leave 
It's crazy. Like right? I ask you about things that occurred the day prior to meeting, and you're just like, "Oh, we did that? Or we talked about that?" I said that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something I'd say, but yeah, I you know I I remember the big things. I remember the first time we met. Name it. Okay, let's talk about it. Uh, we've talked about it a million times. Did before. we? When? When's the first time we actually interacted, though? We oh, never in- that's when we were in sleeping bags next I to each other. I wouldn't say that we met because you were just talking about that was me the first from time far I saw away. You. Uh, do you remember the first time you ever saw me? Uh, I feel like what? because at one point I was just always around. Weird. I think it's like how it is with like kids in your in the same grade as you. They sure. just show up in a class or two or you see them in passing or they're a friend of a friend. Well, I remember you walking in the first time I ever laid eyes on you because that's when I, I mean, fell in love. It's almost impossible with the size that I was walking around in. Like, I think at the time, if I was still just as fat, my neighbors could probably see me. It wasn't windows. even about that. The thing for me was like, it was just like, I can see it in my mind's eye. I can see Every inch of the middle school gym that we were in, how the sun was coming through the windows and how you walked to the teacher uh, because it was your first day in class. And I just can't, I just can't forget that. Just, you know, dude, it was so scary. Like being a new kid at Oof. a school is seems like the worst experience. Fucking terrifying. Well, I mean, it was crazy. I've never seen so many white people together. It's almost scary when they get in a group, right? Yeah. They just <laughs> lock arms and they're like, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> yeah. They surrounded me and they were just yelling at me and they get picked me out up. Of town. Get out of town. We don't like your can here. Get. Like, but you're Italian. That <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking matter. <laughs> oh, nah, man. dude, it was weird. I think I saw like my my second redheaded kid that I've ever seen uh, here in Venetia. Nice. And uh, I was like, they exist. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No um, souls. <laughs> um, because in from where I'm from, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, it's uh. There, everyone's brown. Everyone was Vietnamese. You gonna take it? You know what? It's my mother. Answer it. Let's see if we can do this on air. Hey, mom, you are live on the podcast right now. What's up? Hi, ma. Oh, I thought I saw you walking to the front door. I guess that wasn't you. I'm Don't sorry. let him in. Hi, honey. I'm definitely sorry. not walking. Yeah, I'm definitely not walking to your front door. So. Okay, call me when you get to the house. Oh, okay. Bye, mom. Okay, bye. Love you too, mom. She needs to not let that person <laughs> come that close to your house. Um, I'm gonna send you the video. But the other day, I was house sitting for my parents, and uh-huh. you know, Karen and I have our own place, uh, so we were staying at that place for the night. And my mom texted me. She goes, "There was a really weird guy who left something at our front door today. Left like a, a piece of paper." Uh-huh. Um, she goes, "So when you get when you get to the house to check on it, just let me know what it was." I was like, "Well, what do you mean it was a weird guy?" And she's like, "He was wearing like robes and a beard." And now, because it's 2022, mm-hmm. they have a ring doorbell. Yeah. So they sent me the video of this thing, and it's like Merlin walks up to the door. Stop. Really? He is wearing robes. He's got a beard down to here. He knocks on the door, no answer, leaves the mess, leaves a piece of paper, and leaves. When I finally got there, it was a four-page back-to-back letter about how we should accept Jesus into our lives. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Dumbledore just dropped... Just some like Jesus preachings, some deep Christian, just like letters. It's just like, man, on one hand, I'm like, good on for this guy. Just knocking on doors, trying to spread the, spread his truth and go, go yeah. that way. But on the other hand, it's like, um, you can wear normal clothes and love Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. He really looked like a wizard. Oh, I'll send you the video. We'll, we'll put it up right now.
Wow, that's a uh, fucking weird, right? wild. Weird. There, I feel like there's like always a weird stuff, like in a nice neighborhood where your family lives. Well, I live on a busy street. Yeah. And so we get weird people knock, like knocking on the door. But it's and like shit. a main street where like you're not going to get sketch people because everyone has eyes on you. It's exactly. not tucked away in the deep, yeah. dark corner of Benicia. But still, you're getting uh, wizard. Didn't you say the... Uh, near when we started this podcast, you were telling me the story about how some lady would bring in your trash for you. This still happens. Why? Who knows? Is she waiting for you to pay her or something? I've never talked to her, never seen her. In fact, today I went to my parents' house, and as I pulled up, the trash cans were pulled up to the gate. Yeah, and that's where she lives. You should there. return the favor. I don't know where she lives. You should just just follow her. Follow her, and then like if she gets creeped out, you gotta say, Walk "Hey, faster. no, 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 you can't be creeped out because you do the same shit to us, lady. So I'm gonna put your trash." Give me the can. <laughs> and you guys are fighting over a trash can? Um, yeah, no, I mean, that house that I live in is on a very prominent street in yeah. Benicia. Uh, and I remember one, we've had like phantom knocks at the door. And you're right, it is a very busy street. So when you walk out to the, you know, driveway, mm-hmm. you can see all the way up and down the street. Yeah. There was nobody there a couple of times, you know what I mean? And that house scares the shit out of me. Does like... When you have that house to yourself, does it scare you? Like being home alone? Do you turn no, into No, honestly because the the rare times that I am in that house now cuz now I don't live I don't live there anymore. Yeah. Um so when I am there and I'm house sitting and stuff like that, it's very like nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Of being like this is where like I like I used to do everything right here in this living room. You know what yeah. I mean? And like and now I like I have my own living room. I was just telling my mom the other day there was a a, a day um, I think it was last week when me and my girlfriend, Karen, and our dog, Madison, came home. And I unlocked the door, opened the door like I always do. And they walked in. And I walked in and I closed the door behind me. And it was like one of the first times in my life I had this like moment of like, I'm home. Yeah. Wow. You know, like the the this is my home. You know what I mean? It was such an insane feeling that I've never, you know, really had before. But just knowing that this is my you know, our place and our with our little doggy family and like this is where I cook and eat and sleep and poop and shit and all that stuff. Yeah. Pooping and shitting are different, by the way. Um, so it's just it's just interesting now to go back home and just be like, this is my parents' house. Yeah, they got rid of oh, my bed God. recently. They got you know, so my bed's no longer. I mean, the room that I grew up in, I moved out. Or they sent me to a different room when I came back, anyways. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like my childhood room, anyways. But they just got rid of the bed that I I had. They've repainted that room that I was staying in. Like it's it. If you walked into that room not knowing me or Matt, you could guess. You could be pretty confident that me and Matt don't live there. Wow. Yeah. Is um I would guess that Carl, your brother Carlo lives lives here still, based on all the pictures and like oh yeah, how his he room still has a room even he's though he here. lives in San Jose. And he's here about what 20 percent of the time. Yeah, I think once or twice a month he'll visit. Not a lot, but and for like, like days. It, on there end. is a point where he's here. Um, so yeah, it, you can tell he is still around. Yeah, but with you guys, it's like you guys had never even existed in the house, other well, than the frames. Well. <laughs> they took down every picture of you. <laughs> replaced Burned it, it. Replaced it with. Although this year, last year, they sent out Christmas cards without any of their children on it Whoa. for the first time ever. That was and- a. Were you upset? <laughs> well, you know what? They sent it to my apartment, so I was the first time of me also receiving wow. a Christmas card from my parents, wow. uh, and it was literally a Christmas card from my parents because I wasn't on it. That's Matt wasn't on it. Crazy. The babies weren't on it. Um, I recently looked up my childhood home on Zillow Ooh. to see what it looked like because I wanted to look at like pictures of the rooms yeah, again yeah, and like yeah. how it looked like from the outside just to relive the nostalgia of growing up there. Yeah. And these guys completely changed it. Whoa. Which is like 
Yeah, um, do, do your thing. Yeah, do yeah. Your, it's, your, it's your home. What am I going to yeah. throw rocks at their windows and be like, well, we you should have preserved it. This was my house. That was my room. <laughs> no, uh, but they souped it up. It They turned it from like a, uh, you know, this like this nice home in this, I'm not going to say nice neighborhood, very, very bad area, but this like nice modest home into this really modern work of like wow. architecture. So but, it, it, they've made it better. They made it way better. In your opinion, they made it better. Well, you know, they completely redid the the floors of the kitchen, wow. like in the floors of like every single room and like, you know, got rid of the kitchen counter and instead like had it made it big. Shit like that. A lot of improvements. Unrecognizable. Is it astonishing to you how much that house is worth now when you cuz you looked at it on Zillow, you saw how much it's Yeah, for two things because they like redid it and also because times have just changed since 2005, right? North of a mill? It's yeah, it's about one million exactly and it's it's in pittsburgh it's yeah. uh and property i think should be a bit you know shouldn't be as bad there as it is here in benicia but still god damn like it's the bay area that's why pittsburgh and also pittsburgh splits the fast track to do different two different freeways if you go yeah. to pittsburgh and go left you go to the five if you go pittsburgh go right you go to the 780 and you're, yeah you, know, you have everything right there for you yeah it's like it really is kind of in the middle of some stuff to do i think if you live within an hour radius of san francisco you're, you're pretty much the smartest people on the planet yeah because that's you, what you were saying right yeah, you're the richest the prettiest the smartest yeah, yeah. you're willing to pay two thousand dollars for rent we're the most forward-thinking people ever better that's than right everyone yeah, that's right suck it texas ethnocentrism um um that's really interesting you know the house that I lived in for the first part of my life yeah. was in Pico Rivera down in, in Los Angeles. And when we moved, I was about three years old. So a lot of the memories that I have of that house is of either like home videos or very vague baby memories. Mm. We did go back there one time when I was about six or seven. We still knew one person in the neighborhood who was able, because it was a gated community, um, and there were condos. It's not like it was a gated community of houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got in, and we got to like just drive around the block and, and see and see the old place. Uh, but not too long ago, maybe about five or maybe about five years ago, uh, me, my mom, and my dad were down in L.A. and we were in Pico Rivera, and we decided, hey, let's drive by and see what see what it looks like. And of course, it's changed. It's you know they've painted the buildings. It looks a lot you know, prettier. It's still condos in a gated community. Um, but we figured, Hey, we'll just see it from outside from the fence. And that'll be like, Oh, that's cool. We used to live there. Yeah. Well, as we're pulling up, we see somebody who lives there also pulling up to the gate and they opened the gate and we just went right in after them. Why not? Just went in. Yeah. Why not? Let's see what happens. Of course. Of course. My dad knows exactly how to get to our place. That's the place where they lived from when they got married. Like that's where they raised two of their children drives right in. We get out of the car. I'm looking at this house and it looks you know, the color is different because they painted it a different color. But this is the house that we grew up in. I know the garage. I know how you walk into the living room. The kitchen's on your left. The stairs go up into the right. And yeah. we're standing out there. And this lady comes out from the from a couple doors down. And she recognized my dad. She goes, hey, you used to live here, didn't you? Whoa. And my dad goes, yeah, yeah, we used to live here. And then she looks at me and she goes, and I used to babysit you. <gasps> and my mom recognized who she was as like the... 12 11 year old girl who would babysit me when she had to go you know take a shower or something like that and here's the neighborhood girl who could watch me while i was you know a tiny baby and matt was a little bit younger than her was so she she was there it was just like a really weird how does this line up how would 
she even know we were here and here she comes and she's like yeah you know what i still live here my mom's still here and like you know i have a kid now and it's just like it lined up perfect how crazy is that like what are the odds that there's still somebody there who remembers us and was like like held me when i was a child you know how crazy that was for me as an experience like it was really weird it's like 28 years ago 27 years ago i think it was like about 25 years from when it had happened yeah for sure shit yeah and so, like, things just lined up perfectly for you to share that moment. Yeah, somebody seemed to happen to be opening the gate. We happened to get in. We got out. She happened to recognize my dad. Like, it's this on this on this on this on this for it to be, like, to, for it to line up. Yeah. Uh, but you know what they say? It's a small world. Do you wish you had all. grown up there uh, no. instead? No, I would never change what I, I would never change what I've gone through for anything. Nice, nice. Um, That's the way to live. Yeah, totally. And, you know, not to get too wooey-wooey, but, like, I'm here in this universe. This is how I've gone. I'm going to live this story. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. going to try and go back and change it or wish that I was raised a different way or, or learned different things or had different experiences. Just going to make the best of what I got. Yeah, there's no point in regret. I think something that I've always preached is to just always only worry about things that are within your control. Yeah, yeah. It's been yes. a while, not to cut you off too much, but we've, it's been a while since we've had a nice deep episode, so I'm excited to do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we usually just get like a little bitty and like joke around. No, 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 but we can get into it sometimes. Place. But it's, um, yeah, man, I think that's something that's really gotten me uh, along well, life pretty uh, well was knowing that. You can't change things, and it's it's yeah. I mean, like I I I said it on the episode with Kiernan, but like I've been I've been in a slump lately, yeah. um, and I'm not gonna deny that. Um, and I'm generally a happy person, and I'm still happy, and I'm still extremely grateful generally for what happy. I have. And it's I I I think it's important to have some of these slumps or these wake up calls yeah. to really ground you and to really make you acknowledge what you have in life definitely because when let's say like you're just great all of the time and maybe you you get used to that and you lose appreciation for things but like when you get uh, a taste of that roller coaster ride it really makes you appreciate what you have definitely you know and 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 how do you where do you feel like you've learned that from my dad yeah my dad um when he was a few years after i moved here to benicia he was uh, he had lymphoma, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, thank God, it was not too far yeah. in its process, and he was able to, you know, get chemo and beat it. Hell yeah! And you know, that he he's become a he grew so much from that. Yeah, you said to me in the past that he's like he changed completely. Yeah, man. Like he used to be a lot more materialistic before, or his temper was way shorter, but now he's so much more appreciative of the little life. things in life. He's really turned into that, like, that pleasant old man that I want. Oh, for sure. That you see in movies where, you know, we'll go out and we'll get crepes or something. And he will talk about this crepe in explicit detail where it doesn't matter to anyone. Like, it doesn't matter what's in the crepe. But what I'm appreciating right now is that I'm seeing my father so happy. Tasty strawberries. Yeah, like, oh, my God, these strawberries are so fresh. What is this, Nutella? Oh, Nutella's so good. Your dad is the quintessential father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's that's awesome. Definitely what that's that's what he is, man. Yeah. And I love what he's become and he's taught me so many life lessons while from everything that he's learned, like the wisdom that he has accumulated throughout his life and he's passing it down to me and like now I'm a fully developed man with a frontal lobe and I'm able to actually digest this wisdom that he's passing down to For me. Sure. It's like it's fucking awesome. What I find most interesting and what's really great about us and our 
partnership and relationship and you know connection is we are so different in the ways that we not just struggle but how we are happy and how we live things and we always seem to come at things from different angles and you know it's the opposites attract sort of idea in in my mind um so it's it's you know as a friend and as a partner who's known you for years and stuff like that like it's it's tough for me to see you go through moments like that because they don't come you know very often and you're not a very look at me kind of guy um and you know like there's you know you've just done it and you came out of it and you know what sometimes people need to help out the happy guy too you know i can't always be the fucked up one (laughs) um but you know what we're we're always learning and this podcast if you've been listening from the beginning to now you can find 10 20 30 different things that we've both grown and changed on yeah yeah. and constantly learning man constantly growing um i know it's only february but this year i'm like learning so much about myself yeah yeah and, uh, you hate blue cheese. I hate. I've always hated blue yeah, cheese. Yeah, we learned I can't that even, this year. I can't yeah. even hop on that bit because I, <laughs> I learned that at a young age because that shit looks way too close to feta cheese. And if you're gonna fucking <laughs> you better confuse be me, you better be feta. Honestly, you're not upset at blue cheese because of the way it tastes. You're upset because it pretends to be feta. Yeah, you know, if, if I wish it just looked way different if it was like an actual blue cheese then i could be like all right some of them are actually blue. blue yeah some of them are actually blue yeah but not it's the mold yeah and it tastes like mold the taste with it yeah i'm getting there i like a little bit of blue cheese with some buffalo sauce like if i yeah i kind of i'm liking the buffalo wings it ruins the buffalo for me well that's how i used to feel but now i think it adds to it hmm. um you know we perspective like to go deep and then light deep and then light baby it's like how you should make love yeah um Ooh, yeah <laughs> change it up <laughs> for you love makers Sorry, out mom. there um, um, go fast and then go slow go high and then go low and then you know um were you gonna say go front and then back and then go front and oh back. no 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 and no then, no no and then sideways and then don't come at me <laughs> sideways into scarface <laughs> fucking motherfucker oh well you're pretty like a bird um um <laughs> no man but you know what hey you are an impeccable specimen thanks man thank you i appreciate that thanks that I was like, a- i like both of those words yeah However, your delivery was <laughs> well, very interesting. I'll be honest. I didn't have those words picked when I started the sentence. <laughs> so you chose. I don't know if that showed. Two words that have a lot of syllables. Impeccable specimen. I'm like, whoa, are you a doctor? I could be. <laughs> I appreciate you. And I oh, think thanks, you're man. also an impeccable specimen. Well, I'm one of the two. You're a specimen. <laughs> <laughs> I have two belly buttons and four eyes. Oh, shit. You're the opposite of Kyle XY. I'm Kyle ABC. I wouldn't watch that. Airing on airing on ABC. Kyle, Kyle ABC. ABC. It's like my dad created the show, AB, or the channel ABC. <laughs> Hi, Mr. ABC. <laughs> Dude, fuck Kyle XY. Why? Because the only reason they made it so he didn't have a belly button so he could show his abs. Well, he and chose... also because he was like a test tube baby. That was the whole thing. Yeah. He, oh, didn't, that was have the whole an, plot. he didn't have an umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. They fit him through his mouth. No, but they knew exactly what they were doing. They were going to choose this guy they with ha- a very flat stomach and a fast metabolism. They didn't pick me or you. Yeah, I know. Imagine if I was Kyle XY and they're like, 
Christian, lift up your shirt so that they can see you don't have a belly button. I'm like, okay, I don't have a belly button, but I have a whole lot of other stuff that you don't want to see. Well, guess what? What? When they remake Kyle XY, you are going to be the exact kind of person they want to have. All right. Because you're brown, because you have a belly, because it's got hair, because you're different. Mm-hmm. You're the exact opposite of Kyle XY. Because the CW wants to be diverse. This is where you're going to get work, Christian. CW. I'm right there with you, pal. Uh, local television listings. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and I'll be like the bad guy because... I think that would be fun. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you would be a great bad guy. I'd be an awesome bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I could imagine you um, Rick Ross style with a chalice and just laughing at people's faces. Hell yeah. And couldn't you also see me like in a penthouse suite with a suit making billions of dollars on the backs of yeah. children? What? I don't know. Are you the CEO of Nike? <laughs> I am. I'm Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Uh, who is actually Lex Luthor? Have you seen this man? He is on steroids. Oh, for sure. He is on steroids. Oh, did he get buff? He's Bezos huge. got buff? Compared to what he was at a couple years ago, he's huge. Jeff Bezos is doing some stuff. Um, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk against Joe Rogan. Who wins in a fist fight? Joe Rogan takes them both on without breaking a sweat. Yeah, for sure. Have you sure. seen Joe Rogan's kicks? Yeah, I have. That guy's, yeah, I mean, he's... He's been a fighter for a long time. Since he was 17 years old, he was knocking people out. How do you feel about that guy right now? You know He's what? I don't going want... through a lot of heat. He is. I, I don't. I, I'll be honest. You know, I was a big fan of the Joe Rogan experience back in the day. In fact, I used to listen to it pretty religiously. Yeah. Um, and I've always said when he switched to Spotify, that's kind of when I started not listening because I could kind of tell he was having guests on there and, and doing stuff for the network. I don't know if he's changed since then. I just haven't really come back to it. Yeah. Um, Am I surprised that he's saying the things that he's saying? No, not at all. Am I surprised that people are taking what he's saying out of context and blowing it up out of proportion? No, not at all. Am I not surprised that that's now making him even more famous and making other people more money? And like, no, it just all makes sense. Also, I'm not going to take medical advice from the guy who used to have people eat like bull testicles on television. Like, it's he's still Joe Rogan. He's still a comedian. He's still from news radio. I have no problem with him saying that shit. I have no problem with him having Jordan Peterson on his show. I have no problem with him talking about horse tranquilizers or whatever the fuck it is it's fucking joe rogan yeah, yeah that's what he does apparently uh spotify is gonna make him have put a disclaimer no, they no, they're they not that's not gonna happen i mean they they might put a disclaimer in front of his show but here's the thing joe rogan has the biggest contract spotify has ever given out 100 million dollars jesus christ joe rogan owns spotify now at this point yeah he's at this bringing point, in a lot of new spotify they users doubled down hard on the joe rogan thing yeah they knew what they were doing they knew it wasn't gonna be an easy you know, they knew it was going to be an uphill battle. They knew it wasn't going to be an easy sell. And they made a big investment. And that's why they're doubling down on everything he's doing. That's why they're not censoring him or pulling him. Or that's why it's like Neil Young says, I'm going to, you can have Joe Rogan or me. And they're like, okay, bye, Neil Young. Oh, yeah. They said bye to him real fast. Yeah, go ahead. Take your shit off. That's fine. All right. See you later. Yeah. Our biggest playlist is Rap Caviar, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, which I recently read an article that said the Rap Caviar playlist on Spotify is the, does the equivalent business and notoriety of Tower Records in the 1990s. Whoa. So being on the Rap Caviar playlist gets you just as much seen and just as much heard and just as much money as Tower Records in the 90s. Wow, that is insane, man. How crazy is that? Well, time's changing now. Like the everything, you're not buying CDs, you're not buying records anymore. You're not you're even just... buying albums. Yeah. It's all streaming. Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, I have Apple Music. I haven't bought an album since 2006 same here i think people that like 
if you're gonna go buy music, I would I hope they're buying like a physical copy. Unless you're like really trying to support, but like get the physical it's copy. This. Yeah, dude. It's this. Right? A buy a vinyl. Buy, buy a CD. Buy something. Very like specific and like and even if you have a you know vinyl player or not, like you you buy this just because you love the artist and you want to like share in the experience and, yeah. and things like that. Whereas in the nineties it was how do I get the music to me fast? How do I get it to me now? How do I listen to it right away? Well, I feel like it's important to still be able to literally hold on to things, physical, tangible things, yeah. right? Yeah, we could get everything electronically, like from video games to music to other, you know, to NFTs. Uh, and, but after World War Seven occurs and society is in rubbles, you're not going to have Spotify to stream on because the internet won't exist. But I'm pretty you, sure World War Seven is the one where against the robots. It'll be okay. that. Yeah, with yeah. Will Smith and like... Uh, the the girl from the Matrix is I Robot fucking Saving Private Ryan of the future is I Robot gonna be the, the movie Bible? that we do it's oh fuck Guys, I think we figured it out full circle this is exactly how we pick movies <laughs> we just talk about we it and it pops up in conversations it pops up let's do iRobot yeah 100% yes 100% okay we're doing iRobot we either pick episodes of like hey I want to do this movie and then we kind of like we, we have to like fight for it for a little bit yeah. or the other one's like nah you know what I don't really want to watch Seventh Heaven but you know there's so <laughs> I, hate, I hate that that's the example Seventh Heaven but, it, but the there movie are, but there's movies that we bring up and we're both like fuck yeah yeah and fuck this yeah. is one of those movies wow Shia LaBeouf's best film that's right. Shia LaBeouf was like his. Uh, I was about to call him his side piece, but like the guy. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much a side piece. His side guy that holds like a piece. I he, think they're called sidekicks. Sidekicks. That's what it is. Did you really forget that word? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are you forgetting words a lot? I feel like I'm forgetting simple words a lot. Yeah, man. It's a. Uh, just get. We're getting old. It's a problem though because we have a podcast. Where where we just say our words. main thing is to say words. Like sometimes I feel like I come off slightly less articulate than I actually am in real life always happens dude it's hit or miss i like i try to come up with rituals now like, that being said though we're on it for this one. Oh, we're uh, yeah i'm saying less us and likes yeah i'm coming up with like pre-rituals oh. before recording to s play around with like what gets me in the right mindset yeah. prior to recording like, it sounded like you were jerking off yeah no that's definitely what it is that's why i only took 10 seconds and i was here I, you know what? I used to have like a pretty set ritual before we recorded. Remember, I used to like close my eyes and breathe for a few yeah. minutes and like really get into a, to a character into a stance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really do that much. I also don't do much meditating anymore. But I have a feeling with all this therapy, I'll be back into it. Hey, right. well, to whatever works for each person prior to getting into performance mode or just being on it. It's I, I do think there's a level of performance where you do have to take some time to like. You're about to perform, you know, yeah. whether it's a performance as a waiter in front of a table or a Broadway actor on stage or a mom in front of the other moms at the school. Like yeah. there is a point where you have to just take one second and be like, OK, yeah, let's do it. I think it's important to understand that when you perform, there's a level of importance to it there's a level of uh you remember i was talking about it with kiernan like you want to, if it's something that's your passion like you have to understand that there are stakes and like if you're nervous mm. you care yeah and i i yes there's like a finesse to just uh seamlessly going in from like non-performance mode into performance mode like it's nothing and you do it every single day but don't ever take for granted if you are a performer and you have the opportunity to perform that that's a that's something beautiful, especially after the fucking COVID that yeah. some, you know, 
being able to perform is getting stripped away from people. Yes, I was going to make a joke, but that was actually a really good point that you ended on. So, I, I, yeah, I didn't want to make the joke. Well, it was, it. It was going to be stripped for everyone, but it's, you know, whatever. That's a performance. It, it is a it's a it's more of an art than we think it is. I want to learn how to give a lap Strip dance as a guy. Dance. Wow. That's um, sure. Whatever you want. I'm glad I have your support. Yeah, you will always have my support. If I were to do it on a chair with no one there, would you critique me? I should ask a girl. No, honestly, that would be the only time I would watch you do it. <laughs> is if there wasn't a person <laughs> there empty and, chair. and you weren't actually taking off your clothes, you'd be like, and, and now, now my shirt's off, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll imagine what narrate, that looks like. Narrate, narrate yeah. the action. And then I do this part. Here's here's the butt clap, and like, and and remember, I'm wearing a thong, so the butt claps a lot louder than normal, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get I get the artistry of it, Christian. I think Man. this is great for you. I'm I'm sorry it didn't work out with you and your mother, but fine, let's do it this way. <laughs> my butt can never clap. Honestly? Not enough cheek. I ain't cheeky you enough. You don't have cheekies. No, I ain't no, no, no I cheeks. I could probably get mine to clap. You can try to get I got a big booty. I got yeah. a big booty. If we ever do like uh, the coffee, uh, what's it? Not coffee meets bagel. What's it? Buy me a coffee? Yeah. The Patreon uh, uh, adjacent thing. Which is thing. actually live. We just have nothing on there. Yeah. We got to throw stuff on there. But that's going to be one of the things that we throw on there is you clapping those cheeks. <laughs> yes. And that's going to be the intro. <laughs> clapping those cheeks. Here's Alejandro clapping those cheeks. Um, satire, oh. satire, satire, satire. <laughs> uh, you want to do an improv scene before you? Have yeah, to we'll go do to a work? quick one. I have to go to work now, ish. Oh, but God. we'll do it uh, super quick, like yeah. a two-minute scene or some shit. Uh, Half Life. Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, highly irrelevant. Okay, well, we went out to like Russia. It could just be a very short scene. Everything's gonna be really fast. That's what uh, we're gonna do. If you want to hear this, slow it down on your podcast app. All right, Alejandro. Uh, it looks like your BMI is telling you that you have sixty nine percent body Hell fat. Hell yeah! Yeah, no, no, no. no. I did. We knew you'd get excited. It's not a good thing. It's yeah. not a good thing. No, no. Stop. What? what? Uh, what? Stop high fiving him. You have a sixty nine percent body fat. Woo! No, 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 no. What? I'm sorry. What? It's just like it's. I know the numbers cool, but you have sixty nine percent body fat, and you're on your road. No, put your, Cassandra. Put your hand down. Do not high five, Alex. Alex. You're not doing well. Look in the mirror. Well, what's my weight? Your weight is 464 kilograms. I think you're right, Doc. I think I need to lose about 40 kilograms. I don't even think you're doing that math right. No, I am. You got to lose a little bit more than that. No, 40. You're Because I, in my BMI will be 69 and my weight will be 420 yeah uh cut to the local bar that's down the street from the gym uh and alejandro's telling everyone about his accomplishments this bar is also called the gym all the glasses are shaped like dumbbells <laughs> um, nice yeah and the doctor said um i got a bmi of 69 nice Hell yeah <laughs> Well, so how much, like, so, like, uh, uh, what what do you have to do now? You have to lose weight or something? Well, here's my goal. I'm currently 460. Okay. I'm going to try and get down to 420. Hey, hey. nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, another Bloody Mary, please. And scene. Okay, I wish that could go further, but I have to use the restroom, and I also have to go to work. I also have laundry in the washer, so I should put that in dry before it shrinks. Cool. Um, don't do that. Don't have tiny clothes, I mean. They're towels. Don't shrink it. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at ICBTB Podcast. Yep. Follow me at Christian as Asthma. Follow me at Call underscore me Jesus. As always, buy merch on ICBTB.com. Yep. And you know what, guys? Donate to a charity this week. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Um, stay, stay bad, baddies. I think it's stay happy. Stay happy, baddies. <laughs> Bye. Can't be that-